Welcome to the Gorefine Schiller Garden Podcast Series. For nonprofit organizations, there are multiple options when it comes to funding healthcare coverage for their employees, and it's good to know the differences and benefits for each option. And today we're joined by Pat Isaac, who is the founder and CEO of Capital Services, Inc., and Scott Rogeville, who's a director at Gorefine Schiller & Garden, who will discuss these healthcare funding options for nonprofits and much more. And Pat and Scott, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for, for having us. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, it's always exciting to have a guest speaker outside of GSG. So, Pat, it's really awesome to have you today and would love to hear really what are the four healthcare coverage funding options for nonprofits and the benefits for each. Absolutely. There are four major healthcare funding options that most clients must know about. Most of them are familiar with the fully insured model. And Then the second model is a level funded model, the third being a shared risk or captive, and the fourth being self-funded. Each are very different. Fully insured, the carrier pretty much picks up all of the administrative hassle, paying claims, sending a bill, maximum exposure for the client so that they can properly budget. The level funded is also a hybrid It's between a fully insured and a self-funded type of arrangement. It's middle of the road. It does allow some additional opportunities for the clients to be able to get more optimal results with regards to programming and other things, which we'll talk about later. Shared risk is a large pool of like employers. And what they do is they are self-funded. They can go ahead and budget off of maximum exposure, but it does limit their liability because they're part of a larger pool and not just standing on their own from a self-funded standpoint. The self-funded arrangement, all of the claims information, demographic makeup, all of those factors go into making up a projected rate for that client. And there are ways that you can actually go this route, don't be afraid. This is a good opportunity if you're working with the right consultant to be able to allow you to look at further designing your package in a way that it meets your needs and your business objectives. So those are actually the four major ones that we're all familiar with. I'm curious, and thank you again for, for joining us this morning. You deal with lots of different sizes of not-for-profit organizations and types of nonprofit organizations. And so I'm, where do you find that this conversation is best contained? Do you find it at the board level or key members of management? Who are the, the people that should be sort of paying attention to this conversation and reach out to you with questions? The best, because this is a large financial you know, focus. And Scott can tell you it's, it's one of the largest expenses on a P&L. And so, you know, it's really a decision that first starts at that CFO level, simply because they are responsible for the numbers and the CEO. And then, you know, primarily the VP of HR is also responsible for making sure that the options, okay, not so much the financial, because that's the CFO's responsibility, but the options are options that are proper 
you know, options to meet the needs of their organization, their team. Thanks. All right, great. Thank you both for the response to that one. And Pat, I understand that certain options allow for the collection of claims data, which can really help drive internal wellness programs and much more. And would love to hear more about what options offer this and just more about this overall. Absolutely. So many of you know that with the Affordable Care Act and also HIPAA privacy, that the insurers have to be very careful in insurers. And what I mean by that are the carriers, what we're all familiar with, the Blue Cross Blue Shields, the Uniteds, the Aetnas, the Cygnus. They have to be careful in disclosing information at certain size. So in fully insured, we're never going to get the data that, you know, Pat Isaac has X condition. What they do is the larger you get, normally over 100, they begin to disclose aggregate data, which basically will tell us, you know, we may have someone who has a $60,000 claim. We don't know who that person is. But then what we do is, you know, as they get larger for 200 and plus and a fully insured, we're able to get additional data on aggregation and volume, you know, what's the highest claims and what are the highest claims? What is the driver of, you know, health concerns within that population? But when we get down to the other three that we talked about earlier, your level funded, your shared risk or captive, and your self-funded, we're able to actually get into real data of what's going on with that population. And as you're moving down the spectrum, you're able to even get information on who are the high claimants. Now, why is that information helpful? Not necessarily for the employer, but for the consultant. It's good for us to know because then we can actually better support those members. So what we do is we actually put in programs that allow those members with conditions to get to a better state. And so it's all about programming, it's population health management, it's behavioral health science behind why people have certain conditions, what drives these conditions. And then the programming, all you're trying to do is get them to a better way of living, a better lifestyle and more quality of life. And the only way that you can do that is through understanding what the data actually states so that we can actually support that population. And ultimately, we get to everyone's goal, which is affordability. Absolutely. Yeah, Pat, great feedback there. And if you don't mind, tell us about Capital Services, Inc. and the services that you offer for nonprofits. Absolutely. So we serve. So Capital Services is a female-owned and managed organization. We're located in Towson, Maryland with national clients. We have three areas of focus for our team and they include employee benefits, human capital support services, and executive benefits. We serve hundreds of nonprofits across the country. And as the CEO, a nonprofits hold a very special place in my heart. It allows us to align ourselves with their mission so that we can better serve them. Our employee benefit division successfully designs employee benefit packages that are unique to each organizational human capital needs, and business objectives, which is very, very important. We are known to design packages that are not only unique to that organization, also affordable and meaningful. Meaningful is huge in today's age because, especially with nonprofits, 
employees actually go work for nonprofits most of the time because there's a purpose behind, you know, and it's all about the mission. So we want to be able to also avoid any type of access to care that the member may have, which we often hear when we get in and we start working with a nonprofit, the problem that great, we offer benefits, but people can't use it because they can't afford it. We carefully design so that people do not have any barriers to care, which is very important to me personally. The other aspect is we have a multilingual patient care center that supports each member of, you know, all of their care needs so that they can focus on getting better. The worst thing is when someone actually is told that they have a chronic condition, for example, cancer, and now they have to coordinate all of this care. That's the worst place that a person can be placed in that now they have to worry about their condition. They have to worry about management. We take all that worry away and our designed, you know, we're designed to take care of the members in the way that others don't feel that that's important to us. That is key. And we want to make sure that that member knows that they have the right support team that will walk them through each part of the process so that they can focus on just getting better. Our HR team is project-based, does not replace the internal team. We don't want to, you know, replace the internal team. It simply provides the extra support for getting strategic initiatives delivered faster. The executive planning team is known to create opportunities that remove all concerns for executives, such as planning, retirement planning, maximizing tax credits, and protecting the unknown from unforeseen events that could you know, hurt that family and also the individual. All right, great. Thanks, Pat. Appreciate that rundown on the services that you all offer. And let's switch it over to Scott. Scott, we've certainly covered off on a lot of interesting things for nonprofits, especially when it comes to healthcare coverage options. And would love to just hear your take about why this information is good for GSG's clients. Sure, man. Thanks. And thank you, Pat, for that great information. So most people who observe nonprofit organizations' spending behaviors realize that somewhere in the vicinity of 70 to 80% of their annual budget is spent on payroll and related expenses. And while these are essentially fixed costs for most organizations, the ability to sort of maximize value in what they're spending is important to them from a budgetary perspective. Uh, what I mean by this is that if an organization is able to improve its employee wellness, it gets greater productivity, it's able to provide a better benefit for less cost, it's able to improve its bottom line. These are all factors that work towards a better outcome for the people that the nonprofit is serving. And so I look at an organization like Capital Services and see it as an opportunity for our clients to engage in an intelligent conversation about what they're doing with employee benefits. If they're not working with a similar type of organization, it's, it's probably a conversation worth pursuing. So there's a great amount of sort of underlying value for our clients and for the greater nonprofit community. So I'm very much appreciative of Pat and, and her, her colleagues. Excellent. And certainly appreciate both of your times today. And this is our last question of the interview, which is really our anything else to add or any parting shots. And we'll go with Pat first. First, I would like to personally thank Scott and his firm, GSG. I mean, a phenomenal firm to work with and, you know, very caring about their client needs, which 
is something very unique today. We care about our clients and not the profits. We always state that profits follow if you do the right thing. And we focus on what's important, what we're getting hired to help with. I think, you know, from our standpoint, it's, you know, like to thank also the nonprofit sector. I feel that educating and allowing you to know what options are available allows you to further explore opportunities that, you know, also relate to affordability and how you can continue to focus on your missions. And so we'd like to thank you for giving us the opportunity to do that today. Awesome. Thanks, Pat. Scott, any last thoughts? Absolutely. So in closing for TSG, we want to thank Pat and Capital Services for their time today. And more importantly, we want to recognize that the GSG spends a great deal of time serving the not-for-profit community throughout the the Baltimore-Washington market and and beyond. And we want to, wherever we can, continue to be a partner and add value to organizations with whom we're affiliated and with organizations that might have a need for what we can offer. And our commitment is not just about what we can do from a, a financial statement or tax perspective, but it goes beyond. Most of our officers and staff are involved in, in contributing their, their time and, and treasure to, to various nonprofits throughout our community. And it's an important part. It's sort of a staple in how we operate. And so we're, we're happy to be able to bring forward some information that hopefully they'll find useful today. Great. What a great way to end this Gorfine Schiller and Garden podcast interview with Pat Isaac, who's the founder and CEO of Capital Services, Inc., and Scott Rogeville, who's a director at Gorfine Schiller and Garden. And as you heard, both of these executives were kind enough to discuss the multiple healthcare funding options for nonprofits and much, much more. And Pat and Scott, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you so much, Matt. Greatly appreciate everyone. Thank you, Matt, as well. And thank you, Pat. Thank you, Scott, for the opportunity.